0: Just have to get focused and centered. <laughs> so. First of all, I want to say that just wasn't a sharing for you people. That was for all of us because we all need to be reminded of what we're doing here. Sometimes it's easy to forget just exactly what this pathway is really all about and to keep it alive and fresh inside of us. And so it's always good to be reminded that's part of the reason why we have all the CDs, all the audio talks on the Internet, in order to be able to carry that with us throughout the day and throughout the week and not just have it on Sunday, but to be able to have these words of wisdom and insight and clarity and inspiration to ever be present for us and to ever give us understanding and clarity and focus so that when we do sit down to do our meditation, that it truly is an action of loving. Because this pathway is about loving. It isn't about getting greater wisdom and understanding and clarity and power and glory and whatever. It is about loving. God is loving. And this pathway is about loving. It's about waking up into that eternal knowing of the truth of loving that God is in us and we are in God. And the way we do that is in our meditation, daily sitting down, bringing our focus inward and upward to the seat of the soul and just begin to share our loving with the Lord. And... Begin in that process at the same time to open up ourselves, be truly vulnerable to God, and allow God's loving in. We are great givers in this world. A lot of us can give so easily, but to receive is another story. And this action of living in this world and living in spirit, the true action is a flow of consciousness, a flow of expression, a flow of action, of giving and receiving. And so this meditation is really a movement of consciousness, a movement of awareness, of giving and receiving, of loving. When we begin to do that, we will begin to awaken to the true statement, the true meaning, the true knowing of who we are As soul. Soul is love. We are each and every one of us an expression of God's love. And God put this action of love into manifestation and into action in order to continue to move His love into all of manifestation. When love is stagnant, when love isn't expressed, when love is not in movement, it doesn't know itself as love. It is empty, it is vacant, it is non-manifesting, it is not creative, it is not expressive, and it begins to collapse upon itself. So when love is ever expressed, ever in action, ever in movement, it's creative, it's dynamic, it's expressive, it's sharing, it's giving, it's receiving. And that's the energy that I call loving. It's ever ongoing in action. Love is of the world. And it's stagnant quite often in this world. But loving, that which we find in spirit, which we can connect into by just simply going inside and connecting to our own true soul and doing that in loving, it's ever in action, it's ever in movement, it's ever present. And in that way, we stay nurtured and the soul begins to awaken into the divine knowing of itself once again. It was interesting this morning <clears throat> when I was meditating. I began to hear a song inside. And at first, I didn't want to give it a lot of attention because of where I was moving In my inner experience, in my inner journey. And I thought it was going to distract me from my focus. But the more I focused into loving God, the louder the song came. And then I realized well, maybe this is God's loving coming to me right now in this form. Maybe I need to allow it in. Maybe it isn't a distraction. And so as I was sharing my loving with the Lord, I began to just relax inside, not resist, and to allow this song to come present inside of me and to begin to move in me and with me. And all of a sudden, the song was nurturing my loving with God. And the song was nurturing my soul because it was God's loving coming in to nurture me to share with me, to be present with me. And as I allowed the song to begin to move in me and around me and through me, I began to understand its words and its beauty in a way that I hadn't allowed myself to. And it was really quite refreshing and and very filling of my own beingness. And then it began to remind me of what this pathway is about. And why it is I sit down and choose to meditate every day in this action of loving God. Of chanting the sacred name, you. Of chanting the sacred names that we receive at initiation. That unspoken name of God that is spoken about in the Old Testament or the Jewish Bible in the New Testament, in the Quran, in the Bhagavad Gita, in all the ancient traditions, all the major religions, in some way or another talk about this sacred name. And by chanting this sacred name inside myself, it brings it all alive. And all of a sudden I realized as I was taking in these words and chanting the sacred name that was all one and the same. And so after my meditation, I got my computer out and I found the lyrics of this song and I began to read them and go over them. And all of a sudden, I just began to see the richness and the depth and the... Power of God's loving being spoken in just these few words in the lyrics and then I thought my gosh this song must have been written by an initiate someone who understands about the movement of the Holy Spirit the power of the sacred name about holding the focus in meditation and I thought well Who wrote this song? I want to find out. I want to see if I can look and see the connection into this path of sound and light. And so I entered into Google. I wanted the composer of this song. Well, I began to read the history of his life, the biography. And it was quite an interesting biography. And I realized that his journey in that life was a journey of many people that end up on this pathway, the struggle of the world, getting caught up in the world, looking down and out and being focused only out into the world for power and success and fulfillment, and even looking down and out into the world to find God in some way. And as I read on, I found that there was a turning point in his life. There was a moment in his life where he confronted death. He saw the face of death right in front of him. But he continued living on in the body. But that transformed him. In that moment, he realized that something saved him from death. And he didn't know what it was, but he wanted to find out what it was and why. And that began him on a spiritual quest, a spiritual journey. And that spiritual journey wasn't about the path of sound and light. It wasn't so much a spiritual quest as a religious one. But in his religious quest of becoming a Christian, of truly beginning to walk and live the Christian tradition, he began to awaken to loving, to joy, to peace, to understanding in his own way as he lived that spiritual religious tradition. And in that, He began to have greater insights and clarity and understanding. And that's what we all find on our journey of life. We go out into the world and we meet the struggles of the world and we begin to look and see are the answers in the world? Is our solution in the world? Is our love in the world? Is God in the world? And for many of us, we had a moment, a moment in our existence that began to move us in a different way, move us from the outer focus to the inner, and to begin to look for the answers elsewhere than in the world. So it was interesting reading about this man's life. And begin to understand where this song did come from. And there is a verse, a prayer of David that inspired him, that woke him up. And the more he read it, the more he said it, the more it came alive in him, the more he began to understand who he was as a soul. As a child of God, rather than just as a man in the world. And so, out of this verse, out of this prayer that David had written over 3,000 years ago, he wrote this song. And we all know it, we've all heard it. It's amazing grace. It was very interesting because when we were meditating, and I was thinking about this experience this morning, all of a sudden I realized something very fun, kind of fun and interesting. I know that there's a movie called Amazing Grace, and I've never really watched it, I've never been interested in looking at it, I thought it was about a story of some woman and whatever in her life and whatever happened, Amazing Grace. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, I wonder if this movie is about this song or about him. So I'm going to go look it up and get it and find out. I have no idea, but it'll be interesting to see. Maybe, I'm sure some of you have seen it and could tell me. So I want to read the words of the song and just go over a little bit with you on it. Normally I don't come prepared for my sharing. Usually it's, spontaneous and in the moment with Spirit's flow. But this was so dynamic for me this morning. And I so enjoyed it that I just want to share it with you. And then I would say, if you want to, get these words, read them for yourself, and see what meaning there is for you. Also, another thing that's interesting about this, we have an initiate that... uh, He's actually a very good friend of mine for years. I've known him since I was like 19 or 20. And he would call me periodically. He doesn't live here in Austin. He'd call me periodically and say, Jim, this is just such a hard thing getting beyond this mind thing. I can't get my mind to let go. I, I keep meditating. I keep chanting the sacred name. I keep rising up upward as best I can, but my mind just keeps grabbing a hold and pulling me back down and just jabbering on and carrying me into all my imaginations that I've been running all my life. What do I do? And I said, we've given you the tools, the action. Now it's up to you to find the way, the way that it really works for you to connect into this pathway, to connect into this way inside you, to get to the seat of the soul. To wake up there and know the truth of who you are as soul and then to move on in this journey back into the heart of God. We're here to support you but we can't do it for you and you've got to find that way for yourself by which to do this. So we talked again and again and again about all this and then one day he called me up all excited he says, oh my God, I've got it. I've got, I know how to make this work for me. He says, All I had to do was sing the name. When you initiated us, you said, I can chant it, I can speak it, or I can sing it. Well, I've just been speaking it all this time. But all of a sudden, I remembered you said, I could chant it, or I could sing it as well. And I found a song that if I sing this name to, it works. And I just go right into the flow of loving, and I just go right on up into that truth of who I am in soul. And I said, well, what's the song? I want to know the song. He says, it's Amazing Grace. And if you sing it, the name fits right into all the rhythm and the verse, the the, the song. It just fits perfectly. And so I said, well, then do that. And he has had amazing experiences just singing that sacred name over and over inside to the tune of Amazing Grace. So I've done that over and over as well. And that's what I may have been doing this morning when all of a sudden I heard it coming back to me. I don't know because I wasn't paying attention to how I was saying the name. I was just saying it. But I had started doing that as well sometimes Uh, just saying them to the the, the tune of of the Amazing Grace song. And it really is a very powerful way to do it. So let me say the words. I'm not going to sing it for you, because you don't want to hear me sing it. But I'll say it. I'll read it. And I'm going to stop and share a little bit here and there. And it starts out, And this path is about the path of sound and light. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Now right there is a very profound statement. Amazing grace. Grace is the movement of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that God first spoke. The first word and out of that breath came the Holy Spirit the movement of loving. And out of the movement of loving came our soul, the divine light. So out of the Holy Spirit, the movement of sound, came the light of our soul into manifestation. And it is in the action of loving, the movement of loving, that we find the grace. And what is grace? It is that loving that is of God, that is ever calling us home and will lift us home if we allow ourselves to relax into it and just go with God. Let go and let God. Let God and let go. So amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Now, in that statement, I also see another statement in there. Because Jesus said, Let those who have eyes to see and ears to hear, hear my words and follow that which I speak. David wrote, Lord, you have calloused the mind of man so that they stay focused into that which is of this world. They do not have the eyes to see or the ears to hear the greater truth that will take them above and into that which is. So it's a very profound statement to realize that we must have the eyes to see or to wake up that spiritual eye and to open that inner ear, the eye and the ear of the soul, to begin to see the inner light of our own soul and to begin to hear the inner sound, that sweet, still voice of God, of the Holy Spirit, calling us home, Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. Now that's an unusual statement. You would wonder, why in the world would the Holy Spirit teach my heart to fear? But it's the grace of the Holy Spirit. It's that movement of loving that took the soul out of the realm of spirit and brought it into this creation. This creation is a creation of separation. Of polarity. It isn't like all the rest of the spiritual creation. This physical creation is very different. And the Lord of this creation reigns with fear, creates fear and puts fear upon us and gets its life force out of our being afraid. And it was the grace of the Holy Spirit that taught my heart to fear that brought me here into these realms of fear to have experience here and to learn and to grow to strengthen the soul in the knowing of itself through loving. And grace my fears relieved. And so it is through the action of going inside once again, not looking into the world where fear resides, but going inside where love resides, true love, the loving of the Holy Spirit, the loving of our own soul and God, and to connect to that, that we are relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. And to me that is saying that it's about initiation. It's about receiving that sacred name. It's about how, when the grace does truly descend upon us, just as it did when Jesus was baptized, when that grace descends upon us in that hour of our belief, where we truly are willing to give up our control to God and just say, I'm yours. Do with me what you will as I receive this sacred name. And so to me, that's talking about my hour where I first believed, where I relaxed into allowing myself to begin this journey inwardly. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, we have already come. I don't think I have to explain that. I think we all have, can relate to that very clearly. "'Twas the grace that brought us safe thus far." And grace will lead us home. And that's what this journey is about. It's about returning home to the heart of God from which we came. We, a soul, came out of the heart of God in that very first moment when God began creation. We are the light of God's loving in action. And it is for us to go into creation and experience all of creation in the spiritual realms And in the physical, so that God knows Himself more fully in all of His creation. And there is that day when we have fulfilled that, that God will call our soul home. And that's what it's saying here. And grace will lead us home. It's that Holy Spirit, it is that grace, that sound of God, that will call the soul home and that will lead the soul home. Just as it speaks of in the Bible that the shepherd goes before the flock, leading the way. And only those sheep that belong to that particular shepherd will follow the voice of that shepherd, and all the other sheep will wait for their shepherd to come and call them. The Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. That word is the spoken word of God which is the sacred word or the sacred name that we meditate upon He will he will my shield and portion be as long as life endures When we've been here 10,000 years bright shining as the sun. Now to me, that says two statements. When we've been here 10,000 years, or 10,000 lifetimes, however long it takes, to begin to wake up, to begin to go inside and connect to the truth inside. The kingdom of heaven is within, we hear. It is within. And when we begin to do that, we do begin to wake up and we do begin to see our inner light and we do begin to radiate that light. And there are many teachings both in the East and in the West in mystical traditions as well as in what has become religious traditions speaking of the fact that the soul is brighter than 10,000 suns. It's even in the songs of David. And so it here it says, bright shining as the sun. We've no less days to sing God's praise or to chant that sacred name than when we first began. Where did we begin? We began in the moment that God spoke the name. We began in the moment when God created us as soul. That's where we first began. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound the saved a wretch like me i once was lost but now am found was blind but now i see so in reading this i mean i've heard the song i don't know how many times in church in whatever i never really gave it just a whole lot of thought i thought it was it moved me sometimes it would cause me to have chills sometimes i would have tears But I never focused on the words. I never paid attention to what this was all about. And there is really a great wisdom, a great truth in those words. And so I just wanted to share that with you. So here's another part of the story. So after I look at all this and I went and made breakfast and I came back and I sat down and oftentimes I'll go through and just see my list of emails and what's there for me to be working on this week and whatever that comes in, because I get a lot of letters we both do to answer in emails. And so I was going through it just to see what that looked like, and I came across one email, and I thought, oh, I always get some insight or good, good things from them. I'll open it up, and sure enough, they had forwarded something to me, so I went to what they had forwarded to me too, And what was it? It was a group... I think out of Italy, Devo, singing Amazing Grace. And I just sat there and I listened and I went, oh my God. (laughs) It's just not perfect. As above, so below. I had seen it and heard it on the inner. I moved it and brought it down to my outer experience of discovering more about it. And then here it was presented back to me in the physical. So I mean, it was an amazing morning. Just amazing. And I just wanted to share just how wonderful this action of living in God's loving can be. And a lot of us know that. A lot of us are waking up more and more through meditation in this all the time. The other thing I want to share with you is... And Brian was talking about LAF. This is a little bit ago about loving, accepting, and forgiving. Well, we have an initiate in Hawaii. And she started putting this action of meditation into her life and putting this action of loving, acceptance, and forgiving into her life. And it became very powerful and very meaningful and very moving for her in such a way that she decided she wanted to write a children's book about loving, acceptance, and forgiveness. Now, a lot of us have had an intention to do something. And that intention is sitting on a bookshelf somewhere, on the floor somewhere, or in our mind somewhere. But we just don't move it. We don't do it. But she did. She did put it into action. I said earlier that the soul, when it begins to wake up and begins to move in its dynamic expression of loving, is very creative. And that's what she found, that as this all stirred inside of her and she came awake into this, that it really moved her in a very creative way. And so she created a book, You Are the Light of Love. And it's a wonderful, wonderful book. It's called Good Night, Bright Light, down here. And it's just a wonderful book, beautifully illustrated, and the story is all about love, accept, and forgive. And so she was kind enough to send some books over to us, and, you know, this is a, not just a children's book, it's a book for the child in all of us, the child of God in all of us. I don't know that I have enough. If we don't, I'm sure there's a way to order them. Yeah, you can order them at her on her website, I'm sure. So, uh, we'll be putting these out there in a little bit, and you wel- you're welcome to take one. And... Read it for the child inside of you and read it for the child in your home if you have one there and uh, just enjoy and let it be an outer reminder of, again, what this pathway is really all about and about its simplicity and that's what this little story is all about. It's about the simplicity of loving, accepting, and forgiving and how easy the world can be if we just do that.